This is Melanie Courtright, CEO of the Insights Association, and you're listening to the iHeartGNY podcast, the official podcast of the Greater New York Chapter of the Insights Association. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the iHeartGNY podcast, the official podcast of the Greater New York Chapter of the Insights Association. My name is AJ Kearns, and I am proud to be your host as well. As chapter president, we're recording this one just after the new year. Want to kind of put a put a little bow on all the great efforts and works that we've done this year. Really, just really blessed with uh, an incredible board. That I think let's first recognize them before we get started. Claire Kuhn, our president elect. Daniel Rismeyer, immediate past president. Kai Fuentes, our vice president. Sam Lippin, our treasurer. Megan. Sardanis, our secretary, Belinda Brown, director at large, Chris Hansen, director at large, Marion Elliott, director at large, and Thea Muso, director at large. It is through the volunteer efforts, hard work, and time dedicated that this year was possible. We had a joint chapter conference with our good friends in Philadelphia. We're able to have young professionals. We did some work with Seton Hall, this podcast. We held our first uh, in-person event in over two years, the Greater New York Holiday Party, which was a huge success in New York City. Felt good to be you know there and live again and just see so many of you. We did a great webinar, how to conduct LGBTQ plus research, which was, I think, incredible. And we've just really been really active this year, despite the difficulties, despite the uncertainties and kind of the, the highs and lows of things. We really tried to be an anchor, be something that was stable. You know, our focus on you know, mental health with it's okay. I know that the, the breathing exercises that we learned during our mental health webinar are some that I still use today. And I know personally, I was thinking, how are we going to do this virtually? Is it really going to connect? But it was wonderful. It was really something great. And it was something out of the box. And we tried to really kind of come forward and step up, you know, during these you know, difficult times. And it's because of this incredible board, 
Each of our events has the stamp and hard work and creativity of just a wonderful group of people. That was really just a, a true privilege to, to be a part of this year. With that said, 2022 is going to be a little bit different, as you may have heard or read or seen. The chapters are coming together, kind of a, a unification, consolidation to uh, the chapters are coming together to form regions. And so we will now be the Central Atlantic region that will take uh, the Greater New York chapter and majority of the uh, Philadelphia chapter to form the Central Atlantic chapter. And so members of both boards are coming together. We'll have uh, exciting announcements coming out for that soon, just so you can meet the board. Everyone's going to you know, get sworn in. And it's really just something that you know we've known for a little while behind the scenes is one of the the reasons that uh, Liz and I decided to, to team up for a joint chapter conference and really just try to start that, that collaboration as soon as possible. So if you know me, you know how much I love Philly. So to, to, get, to, to get to bring that all together was just uh, which was really great. It's kind of a, a foreshadowing for what we're going to get to next. But as we do each episode, I want to thank our leading sponsors, Ramesh, Ivy Exec, and Quantalope as well as our supporting sponsors, Insight Loft, SyncScript, Buzzback, Full Circle Research, Schlesinger Group, DataSpring, and Research Defender. Without them, this would not be possible. It helps us to pay for our, our events, uh, software we use, get the, you know, the tools that we use to get things out to, to our members, and allow for us to have just an incredible year all around. As I mentioned, we had an incredible, really just amazing uh, holiday event in the city we had almost 100 people there it was safe everybody felt comfortable we had plenty of space for everybody a beautiful view of the city and it was just uh it was a really exciting night because i know it just it just kind of it was one of the more normal things that we've we've done in a, in a long time and that was some of the feedback that we got from folks it was just it felt good to be back and you know it was uh done in a really exciting and just great way so i want to Special thanks to, to Kai and Sam for, for making that possible, as well as the, the whole crew who helped, you know, put things together. You know, Danielle and, and Thea, you know, you were just uh, just incredible. So, you know, thank you. Thank you all for that. Um, as a transition, really exciting news. April 4th through the 6th this year in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, will be the return, the long-awaited turn of the Insights Association National Conference. So stay tuned for more information about that, insightsassociation.org. But it's coming to the city of brotherly love. No better place for its return. It's going to be down near the Reading Terminal. And it's just going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited, and I think we're going to try to do some things as a, as a region to kind of just share that excitement and share that enthusiasm. So this episode, we have two great guests. We have Elena Bajic, of, who is the CEO and president of Ivy Exec, as well as the one and only Sequoia Glenn, who you may have heard speak at our conference earlier in the year. And he's just, uh, he's just an incredible human who's just full of energy to talk to for hours. It's just genuine, passionate, creative, and just... Uh, she is the database, so it's uh, it's good. It's good to be live. It's good to be here. It's exciting to be able to look back on the all the hard work and all the efforts of 2021. And we don't know what 2022 is going to bring, but I think it's going to be just a little bit better. It's going to be a little more exciting, and it's definitely something new for us here at the Insights Association. So 
Let's get into it. Let's get things started. The one and only Sequoia Glenn right here, iHeart GNY podcast, the official podcast of the Greater New York chapter of the Insights Association. It's kind of a little bon voyage, a little adios, you know, homage to all the all the greats of yesteryear that helped us through the MRA days now through the Insights Association. So it was bittersweet. We thought that the holiday party would be our last uh, iHeart GNY time, but uh, we got one more at least. So here we go. Thanks. Enjoy. So without further ado, here is Sequoia Glenn of the 924 Cooperative Black Marketers Coalition, Data Bay herself, right here on the iHeart GNY podcast. Enjoy, my friends. All right, everybody, very excited to have with us today Sequoia Glenn, checking in from the ATL, Atlanta. You may remember her from our joint chapter conference where she gave a really energetic and passionate uh, discussion on kind of bringing back the marketing and marketing research. She owns her own business, 924 Cooperative. She's also the founder of the Black Marketers Coalition, who's an incredible group doing wonderful things. We're excited to have her here. She's just a, a great person. She and I, for full disclosure, we sit on the advisory board for the Multicultural Insights Coalition, which is kind of a, an advisory board that in conjunction with uh, Voices in Color. And uh, it's just been one of the pleasures of, of this year is to, to get to know her. So thank you so much for, for being here, Sequoia. Thank you so much for having me, AJ. I'm so excited. You bring the energy. You're like a you're like a human Red Bull. You're a double double espresso. Yeah, you just bring it. And I think that's I think that's contagious. I think people when you spoke, you just can't help but have a smile when somebody is just so energetic and, and you know is is just being their true self and just kind of it just flows flows out of you. So it's just uh, I've seen you speak at you know obviously with us at the Inside the Association other events and yeah it's uh, it's wonderful to see. Thank you so much. I try. I really do. Yeah, and I would argue that that you say try and make it like it's hard. I mean, I, obviously each day we get up and we hope that it's going to be a good day and all that goes in that. But just kind of like it's, I don't know, I just feel it's in people's soul. And, something. you know, I think you especially, you know, you kind of, you bring the volume up and the energy up in the room just by, you know, being who you are. So, yeah, whatever, whatever, if, you're, if you're trying, then it, you're crushing it. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so much. And, and like I tell people all the time, it's, you just never know what's going to happen in the course of a day, right? So you can talk to somebody. It may be their worst day ever. So just make that conversation count. So bring the energy, bring the fun, because you never know what, what's going on in someone's life, and they just really need that piece of sunshine. So I love that feedback, and thank you so much for that. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's great. I think even just as a higher thought on life right we don't know what people are going through especially now there's even more variables going on and different things happening around the around the country around the world and so i think to just to even be aware of that and cognizant of others you know is just uh is, you know if more people did that we'd be in it would be in a better place exactly well you've been you this has been a year sequoia i mean i think that you know a lot of just kind of like a lot of your, your hard work and you know passions you know from from over the years just kind of continues to rise and you're on everybody's radar and you know it's uh i am a i'm a fan as you can tell but you know kind of we may because of market research i still think it's amazing that you know i get to be here and you know, you know 
put roof over my kid's head and, you know, all that stuff for people taking surveys and doing research. And, you know, you've been in research for a while too. Kind of what's, you know, how did you kind of find your way here and kind of what's, what's the, the, the Sequoia origin story? Yeah. So it's, it's actually funny because like so many, especially researchers of color, many of us, um, we stumbled across research, right? And I tell people off the, off the gate, I did not study market research. It's something that I just happened to stumble into because I did study math and I studied business. So my background is actually marketing and management, and I just love numbers. So I had a, a mentor, and today, this is my second time saying her name today, um, but Nicole Hartman, she is a, a badass over at, um, at Odyssey, um, which was Intercom at the time. And back when we were at Cox, I was a coordinator and just, you know, head down in Hungary. And she saw something in me, and she said, Sequoia, you get it. You get business. You get advertising. You get marketing. You get people. But the passion you bring is never going to be appreciated at a coordinator level. It's never going to be appreciated at a, at a job where your work is not able to be quantified. You need to do something with numbers if you're going to survive this industry. And so she, at the time, took the place of, they got rid of this role for research director at the radio station, and she gave it to me. And it wasn't by title, but what she did was she advocated for me to get that, get the actual work, get the experience, flew me up to Cox Corporate up in Atlanta to meet people. And that's where Data Bay was born. And it was born through mentorship and understanding what my goals were. I wanted to make money. Let's be very clear. I didn't want to keep making $35,000 a year, right? <laughs> like it just wasn't happening, especially in Florida. I didn't want to keep, you know, taking these coordinator roles. So I looked within what was, what were all my skills what was coming in the industry, and that was consumer insights and research. And so I ended up just doing a lot of volunteerism at my job, doing a little bit more than what my uh, level was, just a little bit. Maybe some I wouldn't say do that again, but really immersing myself in what this is. And so from there, I ended up looking um, intentionally four jobs that had research data and insights. And about, what am I, three or four companies later, um, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later, um, here I am. And I finally landed a, um, uh, this is my second year being a director with research, and it's just been a wonderful, wild ride. Yeah, so from your story, what I think is important, I mean, there's a lot of great pieces there, but the idea of advocating for somebody else and realizing that, you know, think outside oneself, and especially as we move forward in our careers, to look at those folks who show that passion and maybe aren't given that opportunity is so is so important. I think that you know, for somebody like myself, in a you know, a male you know, uh, white dominated industry, you know, for years of past, like to to use my privilege to to amplify other voices or let people speak out and make sure, you know, I've turned down speaking opportunities because it's not an equal stage, you know, things of that nature. I think it's just really important to use, because I think a lot of times for whatever reason, people like to hold people down because they feel, they feel, you know, challenged in a negative way. And I, I've always thought that if you're mentoring somebody, you want them to, you know, not to get cheesy, but like you want them to fly. You want the, you know, you want them to leave the nest. And that's the ultimate compliment is that they move on and they succeed and they, they grow from your support. So, you know, 
you keep mentioning her, but that, yeah, man, being a mentor is, is super important. And I think that's wonderful. I love it. And it's, it, it's something I, for me, I pay that for. So I'm so glad to sit with you on the board for Multicultural Insights Collective and other boards, founded my own thing so that we can continue to mentor intentionally, not yes. just this holding place to vent. I have a therapist for that, but <laughs> really hold these intentional conversations to develop talent and really show people things that they don't see in themselves and expose them to that opportunity. And if it was never for Nicole seeing that and exactly what you said, not feeling threatened like some other folks were, but actually saying, hey, this is just passion that's just not guided just yet. I'm going to bring her in. And, and she changed my life. And to this day, um, I just love her and I thank her for everything she's done for my career. Yeah. And those are, yeah, those are the, I, I don't know. I think that that's, we, we give a lot of ourselves. We give a lot of time away from in certain situations, our, our family and those who are close to us by work. And sometimes we don't realize how much of our self goes into it. And so the idea you know, I, I know early on if there's there's been people who looked out for me. There's also people I, I early on I wanted to be in sales, and I had I had somebody tell me I needed to have a better grasp of the English language before I could uh, consider that as a career. And so I did try to get into sales for like seven or eight years, and I have like a speech thing that I'm conscious about, and I mumble, and so like that that crushed me, and, and that that was just like that was one little thing. But I mean, you know, obviously, you know, that's that's nothing in comparison to some of the other you know, hardships and you know the work that wire's doing and you know voc and you know insights and color and all these great organizations who are doing some real work yeah i think that's really what comes down to the core of it you know i've i've sat in on some of your black marketers coalition calls and they're incredible i mean I, the advice you're giving and using resources and you know to your advantage and really kind of you know playing the you know playing the system in a, in a positive way and you and not feeling, you know, not letting somebody devalue your worth. I mean, I, I think that when you say you pay it forward, I mean, you're, you're literally helping people value themselves differently and, you know, move, move, move around in the industry and the careers that they want for the better. And that's a beautiful thing. Thank you so, so, so much, AJ. I really appreciate that. Oh, I mean, yeah, if, if folks, if you haven't signed up for that, I mean, obviously it's, it's, you know, you get more, the most, more score you can get that I would take it. It's that's, if that's the biggest takeaway from here, when she's speaking, you should be listening. And it's just, uh, it's just a great opportunity because it's, it's a good dynamic. There's, you know, there's, you know, Kai who's on our board, you know, I've listened to, you know, she attended one of the sessions and, you know, it's kind of, it's, yeah, they're really powerful. And I think it just kind of, decide, you know, you, you listen, you know, and, and learn. And there's just great perspectives on things, too. We and, and thank you so much for that feedback. We really try, and, and I think this is something about insights, people, right? We already know, like, our job by day is to bring bring data from consumers and make decisions off of it, right? So for me, it's so easy to just bring people what they want to know. I get pulled in so many different directions with, hey, I want to hear about this. Hey, I want to hear about that. Hey, I want to hear about that. But thankfully, because I'm an analyst by nature, right, 
I'm able to kind of condense these into different bite-sized topics. And and one thing that people don't see is that we actually have a board. So it's six of us total um, that sit on our board for the BMC. And I just say, hey, guys, here's all the things people are pulling me to do. What do we need to see? What do, What is your strength? What is that strength? And we just had a really good 2022 planning. And we really were looking at what did we do great? What did we do not so great? What, what are y'all hearing on the streets? Because it's really about connecting these essentially, at, at, for our core, Black marketers, these Black voices, and just create our own table. We had so many people when it just started as this group chat back in June 2020, oh, 2019, excuse me, started this group chat, and it was just kind of like venting, you know, like, well, they got me fucked up here, and this is what my pay is here, and I, I, I need to go to my therapist. It just started as like this group where we were just talking, but then the marketer in me, what is our goal here? Because I can only vent for so long. You can only vent for so long. What do you want to see? And so it turned into what you've said on, what Kai has um, taught that, if you know, you know. And it's our moment to reclaim our thoughts, to share our thoughts. We only source Black marketing panelists. And they, you don't have to necessarily be a campaign manager, but anybody that's tied to the um, marketing community that's Black, and then everyone else attends. It's that one-time one hour a month where we can pull that veil off that so many of us have in the workplace and just be us. And we have grown to reach over 500 unique visitors since we started in November 2020. No advertising for it or paid at least. You know, we just organic efforts for people that are like-minded and we want to keep taking feedback like what you give and others and continue to create meaningful content that no one else is doing. So I'm excited for um, this next season and we have so much in store for 2022. Yeah, and you have politicians on and I think that while I don't think many of us would wish for what is or what happened with the pandemic, I think that it allowed for things like that at virtual and organic to, to really have a place and find a role in people's schedule and lives where previously, I think we all thought we were so busy, but a lot of that was just wasted time. Maybe it's commuting or, mm-hmm. or traveling for things that you were just kind of like the old hat of doing it. Okay. This per- I need to like present to them in person and have a, you know, judge, judgy eyes on me in a boardroom for it to be official pitch or something like that. When nowadays I'll take that hour and a half, I don't have to travel to and fro things to be able to take my kids to school or just be there and, you know, whatever. I'm actually working probably more than I ever had before, but it doesn't feel like that. So I think these genuine connections that in the past you would have said, ah, I mean, ah, yeah, okay, whatever. But real now you have like genuine, like I have people in my life, present company included, who I've never met in 3D, who I've never hugged or shook their hand or broke bread with who I can't wait for the opportunity. It's not in the past. We probably would have met and not had any substance to it because it would have been like that awkward first date. But now that we got to know each other and you have these shared experiences and even you're letting people in your home, you know, virtually it's just, there's, there is some good that I think will impact how we interact with each other and how we advocate for others too. So I, I think it's a really, you know, you're, you're, you're a shining example of that. And folks, like I said, if you haven't signed up and especially, you know, uh, if you're the idea when we say, when you have opportunities to listen, you know, these are great opportunities to listen because you may think that you're, you're a champion or that you're, you're, you know, moving forward 
diversity and specifically inclusion. And, you know, I think when you listen, you hear things, if, if you're humble and you're actually willing to listen and not just try to be, a, you know, put up a black box say on Instagram, that you really have these opportunities to listen. And if you don't take them, then you're really just doing yourself a disservice because moving forward, we're not going to wait for you you know, to make things better, you know, you're just going to be left behind. And so I think that you're going to miss out on something if you're, you're not tapped into what, you know, Sequoia is doing and, and some of the many other groups that, you know, we've already talked about. Absolutely. And I'm just so thankful that we have, the pandemic brought so many people together that otherwise would not talk. You know, it's different virtually, you know, you don't, especially for black folks, right? You know, back then, in person, it's like, I got to think about what my hair looks like. I got to think about what I'm wearing. I got to think about, is this room really serving me? For me, I live in the South. So there was a lot of places I would have to travel for meetings. And I didn't feel comfortable, right? It's like, uh, this ain't for me. And so we channeled that energy of all the things we hated about the culture of work. And we put it into the virtual environment and have reached so many people. And at first it was, okay, black people, right? That was where our very first tier was. But now we have people of all different diversity categories that are like, I love your content. Yes, it's for black people and by us, but it can reach anyone, especially though one of the ones that came up was people that are differently abled. And because we're mm -hmm. digital now, they're able to participate. They're able to put on captions. We're able to put our content on YouTube and make sure it's more accessible to people that are typically left out of the work environment and are just as powerful as anybody else, right? So it's been beauty in connecting with different type of people. There's been beauty in challenging my own biases, right? We all have them. Challenging my own biases. Why am I doing this? And ultimately giving the people what they want. Next year, the Black Markers Coalition theme is it's bigger than us. Someone told me this year, they said, well, I'm not going to do this because that's your baby. And I said, you know, I was offended at first, but then I, I said, you know what, I'm not going to be offended because you don't get it. This assignment was designed. This organization was not what we intended it to, but hearing people like you and others that say, hey, this is what I learned and actually remember the topic and actually share it with their organizations. Some folks have even made a different of, um different changes in their employment guidelines based on our content. People have gotten jobs, raises off of this content. So it's not about Sequoia. It's not about any one person. It's bigger than us. And my goal is to continue to foster relationships first. We do business second. And we're going to make sure that we show up authentically in every single room, in person, virtually, and everything in between, because that's what the world needs. And we, um, we're making our way. And I'm excited for year three um, of doing um, the BMC and in year two of If You Know You Know. So stay tuned for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's, it, be, it becomes bigger than yourself. It had this idea and then it took off. And that's really what, what really if the change is happening, it has to get into the, the veins or however metaphor you want to use it, but it has to propagate out. And so, yeah, there, there will be a time where it probably is bigger than you, or maybe there's different chapters around the country. Right. And that like, that's, mm -hmm. and that's, and that's a beautiful thing. I think that's really how, you know, I think you found it in Atlanta and that's where the roots are, but that doesn't mean, you know, 
the seeds will be planted exactly. when, when everybody leaves. And that's a good part about virtually. I think in the past, right, that might have been harder because you probably had a lot of these events in person. So people in, in the Atlanta area would have come. And so it wouldn't have this, and it would maybe spread, but you probably wouldn't have had this broader reach until year four or five, maybe, maybe, you know, because. Exactly. So now you have people logging in from all around the world. I know one of the first kind of, you know, social activism things I was a part of during, you know, the pandemic period, there was people from all around the world on this call. And I was like, you know, profanity. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is amazing. Like, okay. Like this is not just, you know? And so I was like, I'm representing this, like, you know, zip radius, you know, to get marketing research terms. And, but this is so, and that, that was like, that always hits me because you're saying about the accessibility with folks, right? I noticed that with elderly, elderly members of our chapter, they're, they may be, you know, they might be alone. You know, they're probably not listening to the podcast just because it's a technology thing. But I know that they're, they're more likely would be by themselves or at home alone and lonely. They can log into these virtual events and just have that mm-hmm. connection for a couple hours. You know, you do things like that. And it's just, you know, I've been in events where you were talking about the closed captioning. They didn't, they didn't have it initially. Somebody attended and just sent the, you know, one of the team a note. And then moving forward, it was a standard. And, you know, that becomes more of a standard with the Zoom as a platform. So all these things where they weren't intended to be have, like I said, we wouldn't wish this on anyone. And I would take those those hugs and, you know, breaking bread over anything. But in the long term, I'm hoping that, you know, we can, just like your, your you know, the BMC's ramped up, that we can, you know, ramp up that change and, you know, ways to, to propagate this and make that impact a little bit quicker, which is, you know, with, with VOC and MIC and, you know, I'm a little acronymed out, but yeah, I'm definitely, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, it's a industry of acronyms. Listen, I am just here to spread the gospel. My, I tell people, I say, if I go tomorrow, I want these things to live on beyond me. So someone better pick up the torch and keep it going. <laughs> but I just, I just really believe in doing what you're supposed to do. And, and my, my, my mantra is do what you can, where you can, how you can, and how long you can. And set these, set, so set that thing up, get in there where you can be involved, and just keep moving. And if something changes, that's okay too. But let's just keep giving it our all because we never know when we won't be able to. And that's just how I live my life. And um, I'm glad you all feel it through um, my various speaking engagements and brands. And I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to look back next year and see what, how things have changed from our conversation today. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be all good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we, you, every day you appreciate each day. You don't know what tomorrow brings and you know, that's good. The good, bad, or, you know, indifferent sometimes. And yeah, especially folks who experience hardship and loss. And so I think that's really, that's really important is to, you know, today is today. And you got, if you can look back and say, I, you know, I gave it my all and I, and I was true to myself. And yeah, I think that you're, you're doing that. And yeah, like I said before, your energy and, you know, you, I can feel your smile over here. And I just like the more time we get to spend together has me excited, you know, when, when we get to connect in 3d and I just, yeah, I just want to, I wanted more people just to know what a wonderful person you are. I mean, I think that's really just what it comes down to. Thank you so much, AJ. You are the best. You made my day today. Well, there we go. Day to Bay. I made Day to Bay's day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yes, you did. 
<laughs> no, well, yeah, because I, because, because I just know that like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't consider myself like a business. Like I just know that I look at things differently, and so I think I see folks who have a different perspective and are true to themselves and do things on their own terms, and that I'm drawn to that. Like I'm like I don't always believe there's only one one size fits all. I think you know. Beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and I think it's a great thing to have a different perspective, and to learn and and challenge each other and look at things differently. And that's not easy for some folks to do. You have to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to admit that there's things that you can change about yourself or your company. But yeah, that's, I think that's why I'm drawn to you. I think that you just have energy that's like, okay, you know, what what are different ways to do things and still have an impact. So I can't wait to see where we're at next year. Thank you so much. Me too, my friend. Well, I appreciate you folks. If this is your first introduction to, to the one and only database, Sequoia Glenn, uh, you know, please follow her on LinkedIn. You know, she is fierce. She's a force and she's, uh, she's sharing, sharing the info, dropping the knowledge on the regular. And I think it's just a great, you know, great person that you should connect to. We will have, uh, her, Depending on this airs, we'll have her presentation from the conference up on our YouTube page. So we'll get that out there. But uh, yeah, thanks so much, Sequoia. I, I appreciate you. I hope you know that. Uh, like I said, it's been great to to get to know you and you know and learn from you and just kind of uh, share shared experiences, which I hope will only continue to uh, you know be more of. That's right. We're going to crush it. And thank you so much for having me, as always. And if I can do anything for you, you better let me know, okay? All right. I'll get it. Yeah. Thanks so much, Sequoia. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye, my friend. And we are back. You're listening to the iHeart GMY podcast, the official podcast of the Greater New York chapter of the Insights Association. We just heard from the one and only Sequoia Glenn, just a great person, really great story, great energy. And just really passionate and really just brings it. So hope you get a chance to reach out. Please reach out to her on LinkedIn and definitely let her know that you are her here on the podcast. As we mentioned before, we had our holiday party. It was a huge success. But nights like that are not possible without some great sponsors. We had some great gifts and prizes and just laughs and uh, was just uh, was just a lot of fun, definitely for sure. So just a quick thank you to Focus Forward. Ebony Marketing Systems, Ivy Exec, Research Defender, Schlesinger Group, SyncScript, Disco, Opinions LTD, Synth, and Savannah. They are our wonderful sponsors for our incredible raffle, which has just become really crazy. I mean, folks just love that thing. And then for our event sponsors, we had Ivy Insights, we had Chavit Martin Bailey, Paradigm Sample, Ramesh, WebMD, Full Circle Research, GMO Research, Ovation MR, and Face-to-Face Research. So what I really love about the Insights Association, our board, is the not only diversity of individuals, but the diversity of methodologies and passions and focus from B2B to consumer to healthcare to quant to qual to technology to hybrid, just really unique individuals who have a unique focus and passion about the market research industry. Another great example of that, at the holiday party, we were 
able to celebrate one of our one of our greats, uh, Ginger D. Stefano. As you know, she's uh, been a huge uh, support and mentor to me over the year. I'm proud to call her a colleague now, and we were able to honor her with the Joyce Rachelson Award, uh, the Silver Service Award, which is really great because we started the the podcast, our first episode, we were able to celebrate Ann Brown. Uh, we spoke to her. Anne was there that night. Also, previous uh, award winner Linda Manning of Radius Global was there. Uh, unfortunately, one of our hugest advocates and really just one of the most passionate people you'll meet in the industry, Janet Baldy, was not able to be there with us that night. But I know that you know she's been a huge impact on myself as well as Ginger, and really helps to to bring that story you know full circle. So. As I said, 2021 was a, was a tough year, was an exciting year, was a new year, and we embark on 2022 with optimism and hope, and just uh, we're excited. It felt good to get back to some of the conferences. It was also a little weird. It was, you know, concerning, but exciting, and just really, you know, I still haven't mastered the, the mask with the glasses thing, but, you know, work, it's one of the... The joys, also one of the, you know, the issues of working from home. But, you know, I figure by 2024, we should have that figured out. But um, I'm hoping we will be mask-free by that point. Um, it was an exaggeration, and this is me kind of going too far with that and not knowing how to really get out of it. So with that said, um, we're really excited for what the, the new year, as we mentioned uh, previously, our new region, Central Atlantic, just a great group of folks. We'll be doing work with, you know, once again, with Seton Hall, as well as Temple University, and just uh, really trying to make our impact now, but also really see the importance of young professionals and, and really helping them to grow and give them opportunities. You know, the industry has, has changed so much in uh, such a short time. You know, my story, you know, wasn't planning to get in the industry. My roommate, you know, worked at the original SSI and just... Uh, asking the hand of my resume and you know here we are in the industry 20 plus years later but you know, now we have some great programs out there the work at seton hall and and temple you have michigan state you have university of georgia and it's really expanding and giving folks you know unique opportunities to, to continue to learn you know the work that you know wire is doing and other organizations so it's just really an exciting time you know to to be a member of the market research uh, you know industry so I am hopeful, I am optimistic, and I'm excited for what 2022 is going to bring for us. So with that said, you know, we mentioned some of our incredible sponsors who helped to make you know, this possible this year, who have been huge uh, supporters of our chapter, and no other uh, like IV exec. So really excited. You know, uh, Sam Lippin has been a huge uh, and extremely important member of our board uh, for some time now, and he's just a... Uh, really great person, you know, to, to work with. He keeps the books in check. He's, you know, clear-headed thinking despite being, a, you know, a Yankees fan and really just uh, excited to learn more about Ivy Exec and the work they're doing as, you know, Ivy Insights, a really uh, great uh, B2B partner for you. So uh, Elena Bajic is their CEO, and so I had the opportunity to speak to her and learn a little bit more about her and the company, and so excited to, to share that with you now. Just, you know, Thank you so much, uh, Elena, for, for joining us today. Really appreciate Ivy Exec being one of our key sponsors for the last few years. As 
I mentioned before, Sam Lippin is our treasurer. He's just a wonderful guy. And so really just uh, an opportunity to, to thank you on behalf of the Greater New York chapter for sponsoring. And uh, you know, thanks so much for, for making time today. Absolutely. And thanks, AJ, for, for having us and for giving us this opportunity to speak with you today. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Now, I know a lot about IV Exec because I spent a lot of time with Sam and I ask a lot of questions, but can you just kind of give us a little, a little background? You know, you're, you're the founder of the company, kind of how, you, how this started you know, and where, and we'll get to kind of where we are today, but it's a really interesting story and I just would love for our, for our audience to learn a little bit more about IV Exec. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a pretty unusual story. We're not the typical company in the industry. Um, in that when we started, we were really a um, talent recruitment company. We were in, in the business of uh, filling full-time positions um, for our clients, um, and we were doing it through an online model. So what we, what we built in the early days is a very exclusive online community for people who were looking for jobs. Um, we focused on highly qualified, highly educated professionals um, and built content to engage them from online classes, access to jobs, company information, salary data, mentors, etc. cetera. Um, and at some point, um, I would say about six, seven years ago, um, somebody reached out to us from the market research industry and said, hey, you guys have this very unique uh, population of professionals. And by the way, along the way, we had collected the resume of every person who joined. So we had a lot of data on our members as well. So they said, you have this very unique population. Could you help us get uh, participants for market research studies? And uh, we really didn't know too much about the industry, but we said, sure, we'll give it a shot. Um, and it, it, what it turned out to be is really a, a huge opportunity for us. Um, that was basically the, the starting point of our uh, market research vertical, which now is the largest and most dominant vertical at Ivy Exec. Um, it just so happened that this population of professionals were very interested in participating both in market research studies and other types of engagements that we do with our other clients in consulting and private equity and et cetera, and technology as well. Um, so it was a very kind of roundabout way of entering the market research uh, industry. And I think to this day, because of our background and how we got started, we really have a, a, a unique uh, proposition, value proposition, unique value that we bring to our clients um, uh, because now our membership is actually two and a half million uh, professionals. And so it's a very unique pool that we can tap into um, and provide really high quality um, participants, B2B decision makers, subject matter experts, key opinion leaders, um, really uh, across uh, many industries. That's great. Now, yeah, the evolution of that is is pretty incredible. When you when you started, how was how? Because I think the the power of of the audience is the is that trust there. They know that their time is being respected. How did you? That's that's built on years of trust. How did you really kind of go from you know just the starting point? How did you how did you kind of 
reach out to people or how did you people know to, that they could trust Ivy exec in its early stages that they were going to be somebody that was going to you know look out for them and, and help them in the, in the job search phase of their life? Yeah, no, that's a really great question. Um, so uh, in the early days when we were still in our primary business model was in recruitment for jobs, um, we even there we had a very unique um, approach where we actually had other other job boards were just that job boards a technology platform with where you really couldn't reach out to anyone to speak with them. We always had a very uh, personalized, uh, human-centric approach, mentors, people behind the technology platform. And that really allowed us to build trust with our members um, and to build um, a lot into these various resources that would engage our members and provide them value. And so when we got to the point of reaching out to them for uh, to, to participate in market research studies, we already had an established relationship and a level of trust uh, that was created there. Uh, I would say another kind of beneficial factor was, again, having come from the recruitment space, we had a very talented recruitment team who was trained to do really high-level searches for C-suite positions and board positions. Um, and now we were able to take that unique talent and kind of re redirect them to help our clients now recruit for studies, for certain projects, for due diligence, et cetera. And so that, that combined with the trust that we had built with our members really created something unique. I completely agree that, especially the, the, the unique factor as well. Now, is this just here... I know Ivy Exec from the U.S. and I, I, and a lot of these questions I think I know the answer to. But is this international this offering, or is it U.S. based? Is there core areas that folks can reach out and consider Ivy Exec? Yeah. So our membership is global. It is a global community, and we um, certainly have probably the strongest representation in in the U.S. and Europe. But we really do operate globally. Um, and in terms of our members, again, we have concentration areas in uh, North America, Latin America, and Europe. But we do work um, we do work in Asia as well. That's awesome, because I think now a lot of the concern, especially in market research, is are these people who they say they are? Are you know? I always question with some of the proposals I receive. You know, is you know, are those people really going to be online panels and other areas? And so I think that's really where I've seen Ivy exec really kind of stand out on their own because the validation and the work that's going in, because the intent was never to be a market research service. I think that's the beauty. The beauty of it is that it's kind of this wonderful output, right? It's like a science experiment where the something gets created that was never intended and has this beautiful use case. And so I think that's what people have really been drawn to. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. The fact that um, our members joined for other reasons <clears throat> other than <clears throat> to participate, excuse me, in market research projects or expert network projects um, does make them very unique. Um, the fact that we collected resumes uh, from all of our members um, is a very important 
element, both from the standpoint of being able to truly have all this data on file and understand where their expertise lies, what kinds of companies they work at. It really allows us to tap into this community effectively to reach out to them, to reach out to those members who are most appropriate for a study. Um, but then also our team is really trained to do additional levels of screening because we know that that is one of the biggest challenges in the industry right now, making sure that the people who are presented are indeed who they say they are. Um, and and um, having that level of quality, I think, is really critical for servicing clients effectively um, in, in today's world. I, yeah, I really agree. I think especially some of the requests that people want and the 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 level of or the limited universe of those individuals you know I, I think that using services like ivy exec are, are really powerful because i think it the validations there you know usually with b2b audiences and research it's smaller end sizes so it's really important that the data you know is you can you could build your findings and, and research off of that and so the work that's being done uh, ahead of time you know, prior is, is kind of built into the, the costs or the, the services that you're offering. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, given kind of the current, you know, dynamics and, you know, with all that's going on around the world, how, is there any unique things that you're seeing? Is, is, are folks more willing to participate in research because a lot more businesses are, are at home and one could argue people have a little more time to participate? Yeah, so <clears throat> we have um, our members, we have members in uh, over 190 countries <clears throat> globally. <clears throat> and what we've seen is that um, the level of participation has not subsided. If anything, it's really increased over the last few years. What we've also seen is that the demand um, for services, and I think it goes across the industry, has really um, been strong despite uh, the global pandemic that we're in. Perhaps modalities have changed from in-person to online, but the demand has um, really just grown um, and grown very significantly. We have been lucky to see um, our business, our market research business grow uh, just about 600% uh, in the last three years. So uh, very positive trends. Um, and, um, you know, I agree with you. I, I do think that the, the, the global climate right now is really in favor of, of our industry. Yeah, I think it's, I th yeah, I think it's as somebody who travels a lot or did in the past, I find, uh, having a little extra time to be at home, you know, it was, makes me work a little more, a little more engaged with my, you know, with, with the kids and, and other activities. And so it, which I think is a positive. I don't mind working more and yeah. being more and just kind of being a little more present. So I could definitely see how folks who probably were, were probably drowned in, in meetings or, or on the planes for hours might have a few more minutes to, to share their opinions. And again, I think it comes back to the trust though. I think that's really the key because yeah. when some, when you're looking for a job, I think it's probably one of your most, you know, can be one of your most stressful or depending on your level, you know, your most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really, the, the fact they know that Ivy exec has their, has their back and is looking out for their best interests. And even, 
and even that, I think that what projects you choose to work on, which I think is really uh, reputable, is really important also. It's not, you know, it's, it's not just a kind of warm body approach. It's like a best fit for our, our right. members and what makes the most sense. Yeah, absolutely. And what we've had to learn along the way is to also be able to, that it's okay to say no to certain projects, mm -hmm. right? Because we do owe it to our members we uh to to select projects that are really aligned with where they are and to also um we owe it to our clients to deliver the best possible service and sometimes to do that we have to know what what uh what we're good at and certain areas that we really um uh, rather not get involved with because uh, we want to always deliver the best possible service and I, yeah, I, I applaud that. I think it's, uh, it's really great. Now, was there a moment when it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like this is a, like the, the pivot point for market research that you just, that it became its own kind of vertical versus just more of like a, a random supplement to, to the overall business? Well, yeah, that's, that's really great question because, um, started as like I said and, and like you said a supplement um, or, or almost as an experiment in the background um, but the experiment in the background was just growing like crazy every year 100% year over year um, until it reached we got to the point where we had two other verticals um, and I believe it was 2019, they were each a third, a third, a third kind of of our uh, aggregate business. And that's when we realized, wow, um, the market research vertical had just grown so rapidly that it became very clear where it was going. And so by 2020, it was already 75% wow. of our revenues. So it just so quickly became very dominant and, now it's over 90% of our, of our business. So, That's um, incredible. It, it, yeah, it was a very, very interesting, uh, shift. And, and like you said, there was a moment when it just became very clear that that is what was going to kind of really define us moving forward. And I think that's great because a lot of times to launch a business, to create a business is a big undertaking and a lot that goes into it, but to take such what many might see as a, a drastic kind of pivot into a new direction that was really not intended. It's a, uh, that's pretty amazing. And it shows, you know, great business acumen to, to make that decision. I mean, when you're at 75% and then 90%, I think, uh, you know, the numbers don't lie, but it's still a big, right. still a big, big change yeah. from what the, the founding, you know, principle or kind of idea was. Yeah. But for us, it's been, a really exciting ride. We love the market research industry. We're, in a way, we're we're new in it, and we're learning so much. And it's a very um, dynamic and very open industry, very collaborative industry compared to some of the industries we've been in the past. So it's been a real pleasure to to grow in the industry and to and to continue to learn from it and to figure out how we can really service. Um, our clients in the best possible way. So it, it's been a very positive experience. Oh, that's great. And I, I do, 
I do think that's important. That's one of the things I do love, right? Because there's a lot of us on the board and we all have different services and, you know, our board, uh, you know, our, our members have different services and similar services, but it's really kind of the idea of learning from each other and what works best. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've personally, you know, utilized your services before for some of my clients and it's just really, it's, yeah, it's that idea that, with not to simplify it, but there's plenty, there's plenty to go around. You know, we all can eat nicely, right? We all can have a, you know, a good business. And I think that some people are literally experts at what they do. And so it's just smarter. Uh, I always say smarter, not harder. And it's just really just, uh, it's a, yeah, that's a great way to describe it. I think that the collaboration is really there and it's, it's really important. It really is there and not to be taken for granted because other industries can be much more, I know what the word is competitive cutthroat mm-hmm. less collaborative so for us it's like i said been a really a real pleasure to kind of move into this industry and and experience that we love to have you and i think as you as you were saying other industries they would they would try to find out what your secret sauce is and then recreate it we're here it's mm-hmm. you can tell us that you had this job network and you know placement service but i mean for i always think to start something like that would be a massive undertaking and would be so many years to even get to anywhere close to it. So I just think, yeah, that's, what's really great about it. The questions are more to learn, you know, our researchers are always asking questions to better understand. And so I think it's, that's, what's really great about it. Yeah. And again, huge thank you as a, as a sponsor, kind of how did, how have you found, you know, being involved with Insights Association and, you know, your team always is, you know, some of our strongest volunteers. That's really how we, you know, came to recruit Sam. You know, he's, he's been a godsend. So it's just, uh, how did that come on your, on your radar? Yeah, no. And thank you for, for the opportunity. And I think it's a really a great way to, um, connect with the industry to connect with various companies in the industry to get that exposure. And um, Sam has really been leading the way um, on your end, but also for us internally and exposing us to the opportunity and um, even organizing this, this, this meeting, this interview today. So he's really been the, the, the champion for, for the association within IV exec. It's great. Yeah. The, the, the team over there has been wonderful and, he always brings folks out and really sees how, I mean, in the past, obviously, I think we all can't wait to get together soon. We will, a uh, holiday party this year, which would be great, but it just, yeah, even. Oh, that's great. Yeah, in the past, he, you know, like I said, the Ivy exec crew was always, you know, helping out and being a part of it. And so that's really just, uh, it's really great to see because, like I said, we would not be as, uh, we would not be a, a, as together as we are, quote unquote, or as successful without without Sam. So it's huge. Well, I, I thank you so much. Uh, I've learned a lot. I hope that I can thank you in person, uh, Elena. And uh, I really just appreciate you know your story. And it's a unique one. I think a lot of us say that you know we never intended to be in the market research industry, but you founded mm-hmm. a business that literally had no intention of being in the market research industry. So it's yeah. great. It, yeah, but we're happy to be in it. And, and thank you guys so much for everything that you do for the industry you're really a um uh, uh uniting force and and a strong influence so that's also really really great and has helped us 
understand the industry better, get plugged into the mm-hmm. the entire industry. So yeah, thanks thanks again oh, for everything that you guys do over there. It's no problem. Now, the the folks who called you and said, "Can we do? Can we use some of your folks for for market research?" Have you have you reached out to them? You know, kind of a little thank you. you know? <laughs> yes, yes, we still work together. Oh, that's so, so great. It's been a great, great partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's been a full circle. Yeah. Awesome. And then lastly, methodology-wise for folks, is is it more qualitative? Or I, I think in the past you did quant and qualitative, but I think now yeah, it's a little more, more qualitative. We're, yeah. 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 We're primarily focused on, um, on qualitative recruits. Exactly. Great. Well, thank you once again, and I look forward to you know, seeing the Ivy Exec crew in person sooner than later. And uh, Absolutely. I, I appreciate you so much. And uh, again, thank you for all your support of our chapter. It means a lot to us. Great. Thanks so much, AJ. Thanks. Have a good day. Oh, you too. Bye, Anna. And there we have it, folks. And there we have it, folks. Elena Bajic. Ivy Exec, you're listening to the iHeart GMI podcast, the official podcast of the Greater New York chapter of the Insights Association. Once again, folks, just want to thank everybody that helped to make this an incredible year for us. It wasn't easy. The board especially, everyone rose to the challenge. We had some great experiences, great adventures, a lot of great events, and even learned through doing this podcast so we want to thank everybody once again please remember as the association grows and evolves with our new regions the folks are still volunteering their time people are choosing to help make an impact for present as well as tomorrow and into the future and that's really a great thing so if you're looking to get involved any way possible know that your region would love to have you there's some great people who've been with this industry for a really long time, who've been with this association going way back in the day, who are still still kicking it strong, and you should reach out. Let them know who you are, see how you can help. We're going to continue to grow, continue to evolve, be more events, more things on the, on the agenda, on the calendar, and you shouldn't be a stranger. You should really uh, participate whenever you can. So I am proud to be a volunteer. You get what you put into it, and I've gotten so much out of it, met some incredible folks, and I know that that will just continue to grow and evolve over time. So I'm very excited for what 22 has to bring us. I want to thank you all once again. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Don't be a stranger. I'm AJ Kierens. I'm proud to be your president. I've been your host. And that's a wrap. I want to thank our guests, Sequoia Glenn, Lana Bajic. I want to thank all of our sponsors. I want to thank Hillary Fisher for all that she does. Ginger Stefano, our wonderful mentors and board and just some, some great folks all around. But uh, it's been real. Until next time, see you soon. Bye.